Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Let's bring in Michael Tobe, Troy Media Syndicated columnist, contributor to the Washington Times, former speechwriter for Stephen Harper. He is with us now. Michael, what are your thoughts? Uh, what would it be like to be in the prime minister's office at this point, to be in a premier's office? What's it like to be a leader during times like this? Um, it's extremely difficult, Scott. It's a, it's a period of time that no political staffer and no political leader ever wishes to go through, but many do. You know, usually it's a time of of war or certain other situations that happen. A pandemic is a little different, although we've had a few, obviously, in the course of human history. You don't necessarily prepare for those very well. And in retrospect, I think we should probably prepare better, or at least have certain things in play. We had, I mean, obviously governments, when they come into power, they certainly consider the possibility, if something happens like this, health-related, what they need to do, what sort of system they need to have in place, uh, what type of messaging they might want to have. But generally speaking, a lot of that is thought of in very simplistic terms because most world leaders and most political staffers don't face this. So what would it be like being in the prime minister's office right now or the premier's office? Uh, stressful, very stressful, very difficult, because each day is like a new horizon. You know, just because you've announced something on day one doesn't mean that day 12 is necessarily going to be the same thing. And everything in between from day one to day 12 could change. So a lot of messaging is created, obviously. There are a lot of preparations put in place for whatever economic measures or political measures they come forward with. But at the same time, I think most political staffers, anyways, know that whatever they create, be it a speech or press release, um, setting up for some sort of a, a media conference, one on one interviews, etc., they know that a lot of things may have to change, even in a very short window, be it a half hour to an hour, because that's just unfortunately the nature of politics in general. But especially during something like what we're facing now with the coronavirus pandemic, um, it's even worse. Uh, we're we're watching the the uh, premier who, who we're waiting for uh, moments from now uh, to step up to uh, the microphone and give his press conference. We certainly see the prime minister doing it every day as well yep. at eleven o'clock, and then they take questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of times I've heard the press say, "You're not answering the question." I know that every politician does this, but what is the art to not answering the question? But still, simply because in a lot of cases, there is no answer to the question. Or, mm-hmm. But how do you still make it sound as if you are at least addressing the issue? I think that's something that the prime minister has been accused of, of is just not coming up and, and answering a question or giving a, a other uh, template answer to that question. How do you, how, even though you don't give the answer that the press wants to hear, how do you mm-hmm. still give them enough to say you're not answering the question? Well, look, you've heard me use the phrase circling the wagons. And what I mean from that is I'm not expressing my interest in country and Western films, although there's many that I like. It's basically a theory that your question is in the center, whatever the question may be. Let's say it's simply for the wage subsidy. You know, someone from the press might say to the prime minister, you know, I understand the premises behind it, that businesses will receive 20 to 30 percent back, et cetera, et cetera. But how long is this going to stay in place? And how long do you expect this to be part of the tax regimen? The only way to circle the wagons with that is you can't answer it directly because, quite frankly, one, I mean, not to defend the prime minister, there really is no answer to that. 
because yeah. we don't know how long this pandemic is going to last or how long it'll be until a vaccine is placed for COVID-19. And two, whatever you commit is not going to be the right answer, no matter mm -hmm. what. You know, if you say something that's too far into the future, that causes problems. If you say something that's sort of short, sweet, and to the point, well, it sounds nice in theory, it's going to make a lot of people wonder if you just have an agenda in place. And for those reasons, unfortunately, it becomes very, very difficult to, uh, to deal with it. And the only thing that can really do to handle it is to circle the wagons, to answer the question, but not specifically. So not with a direct uh, statement, uh, not a, a direct timeline, but enough that it's sort of the press understands what you're trying to say. The general populace may understand what you're trying to say, but it's not the answer that, quite frankly, most Canadians would want. So whenever I say something like that, that's sort of what I mean. Other pundits and analysts say it's sort of the same thing. They may not use that language, but that's what they're trying to express. Um, but it's, the, it's, it's an answer without, not, without giving a direct answer, which I know doesn't sound great to a lot of people because they obviously, during these difficult times, would rather hear things that are specifically concrete and to the point. But unfortunately, with something like the coronavirus pandemic, you're not going to get the answers you want, and you're not going to get certain answers you expect to hear. It's not right. It's not the best way to do it. But leaders, no matter who it is, a prime minister, a premier, a mayor, they do the best they can in that situation. Uh, and is it wrong for a leader to say, I don't know, we have to, this is new territory, we have to wait and see, or is that the type of answer you do not give in that position? Um, in fairness, I, I think it's difficult because, look, each leader obviously has his or her own style. I mean, we obviously see the example of U.S. President Donald Trump, who handles things differently than most world leaders do, if not all. You see the way that Justin Trudeau, our prime minister, handles certain things, which are is probably closer to the way we've seen European leaders, even like U.K. Prime Minister Boris Johnson and German Chancellor Angela Merkel, handle it. And you also see how some of people in Asia and Africa handle it. And we've seen, obviously, very different responses from China, which is a communist society, versus Japan, which is a democratic society. And the African nations, by and large, are sort of handling it the same way. But they're sort of doing it in the sense that, you know, we know what to expect. We know what might be forthcoming. And we're scared. We're worried about it. But we're going to do the best we can. In, you know, in, in basically, in a very short form, every leader has his or her own particular style. Some like to be more direct. Some like to do what I explained, which is circling the wagons. And some like to sort of go in the middle, where they basically answer things that they don't feel are going to cause them problems in the long term, but might have a little bit of a short-term effect, especially if it's, say, a tax measure. But then on the other hand, when something seems to be very overarching and very difficult to answer, they try not to get too much into the weeds, because that's where you can really get lost. So it's kind of hard to say. Every leader has his or her own particular style. There are good points and bad points about everyone, the way they handle things. And certainly we can see that there are world leaders who are more effective than one another. But in the end, a lot of it is sort of your gut feeling and reaction. And more importantly, the gut feeling and reaction of the staff around you. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.